American sociologist, historian, civil rights activist, William Edward Burghardt Du Bois, said to his daughter, make yourself do uncomfortable things so as to gain the upper hand on your soul. This is the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond, and this is where we help you get better at doing hard stuff. On our Tuesday episodes, usually what we have is an interview with someone super interesting, talking about challenges that they've faced down, ways that they've got through it, ways that they've failed, all in the desire to help us get better at starting and doing hard things. The last month has been pretty intense for me. There has been a lot going on. There's been a lot of sleep deprivation. Our wee boy is teething at the moment, so there hasn't been a heap of sleep. There has been a big push at end of the financial year for my day job as a physiotherapist, just to make sure that we, we get everything sorted and tidied off before the end of the financial year. And a lot of other things that have been going on as well, which have in fairness, worn me down quite a bit. So unfortunately, I don't have an interview-based episode for you today just because things have been intense and I am pretty shattered going to bed at kind of like half past seven at night, sort of shattered. So what I thought I would do is a few people have asked me recently, so what is uncomfortable? How do you think about uncomfortable. So I thought I would riff on that a little bit. And to be honest, the way that I think about uncomfortable probably is it's an evolving thing. It's not fully developed as yet. The way that I think about it now is a lot different to the way that I thought about it when I first started out the podcast. It is a lot more developed, but there's still a long way to go with it. So I mean, I've got a few notes and I've got some ideas that I want to talk about today. But this is probably going to be a bit of a stream of consciousness for you that's that's coming out and hopefully you'll learn something from it. I'm pretty sure that I will learn something from it. I'm someone that usually processes information externally better than I process it internally. So writing stuff down or, or talking things out loud. So I might say something today that I'd never thought of before. So I may have to stop and, and make some notes for myself as I go. So the term uncomfortable came into existence, I think, in around the 15th century and probably had its developed into its modern meaning by around the 17th century. And as you would expect, it's not a really deep meaning. So uncomfortable means causing bodily or mental discomfort. There it is. Um, but with that being said, it's uh, discomfort is a... It's an interesting topic and I think when we become uncomfortable it's a combination of of thoughts, of emotions, of our physical being that is all affected when we experience anything uncomfortable. And for the podcast you know that I like you to be proactive in seeking out uncomfortable things to do, to to test yourself, to, as W.E.B. Du Bois says, to gain the upper hand on your soul. Because I think to lead a meaningful life, we need to, to go out and do uncomfortable things. You can't sit back and stay comfortable because we never really understand our potential. We never really get to explore possibility if we don't 
get uncomfortable and proactively training ourselves to get uncomfortable is is the best way to do it I feel because that also allows us to deal with uncomfortable situations as they arise that we haven't sought out that happen to us because of life and that we need to deal with so if we can train ourselves to get better at dealing with the uncomfortable then we're we're winning across any aspect of life diving a little bit deeper into into the thoughts into the physical and into the emotions so there are different aspects of each that generate a sense of discomfort for us I think let's start with the physical because often that's the the one that is is kind of the most easy to it's the most easy to see it's the most easy to feel it's the most easy to understand within ourselves so physical discomfort can be when you're exercising when you're pushing hard when you're lifting heavy weights when you're running fast when you're running long distances or, or doing other some other kind of endurance event and that's a really that's a really easy kind of discomfort that we can understand that we're pushing our body towards the limits of of what it's capable of and it's it's starting to hurt but as David Goggins says who I've talked about on the podcast before and with the strategy around the cookie jar when you think you're done you're really only about 40 percent of the way there so that physical discomfort from exercise is, is just an early warning sign for the most part of, hey, you're going harder than you have done before. What's going on here? But other physical discomfort that is maybe a little bit less easy to notice than, say, when you're pushing hard at the gym or pushing hard exercising is when our fight or flight response is is activated. So... It could be the the fact that you're kind of walking near a dark alley at night. It could be that there are some dodgy looking characters around. It could be a lion chasing you or you're about to jump out of a plane or a whole raft of, of other things that are making you physically uncomfortable. So this triggers off your fight or flight response. Uh, so it really fires up your sympathetic nervous system. So it's actually a fight, flight or freeze response. When this happens, your body gets ready to either fight, run away or fall to the ground and play dead. So with the flight response, blood go, rushes to your legs, you get ready to run. You're hopping around all over the place, you're, you're a little bit on edge. With the fight response... Your shoulders tense, your arms tense, your jaw clenches, your chest tightens, your abs tighten as well. You get ready to fight. With the freeze response, this is when your blood pressure, your heart rate rapidly drops. Sometimes you'll wee yourself, sometimes you'll crap yourself. Um, So voiding your bowel and your bladder, you'll fall to the ground. So all physical responses to uncomfortable stimulus... So there's something there that that triggers this physical response in ourselves. And when you guys notice the next time you start to feel a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit awkward, look for the physical signs. And sometimes, for me at least, I I notice the physical signs before I realize that I'm stressed or that I'm uncomfortable, that my jaw clenches, that my shoulders tighten, that that my legs tighten up. 
and I notice those physical sensations and then I think oh hey this is going on I'm stressed or I'm something is making me uncomfortable here so that's the physical side of things there's also the emotional side as well and this is this is harder to it's harder for us to understand it's harder for us to to look in at the physical is always there so it's it's often quite a lot easier for for people to see and people tend to train the physical side of things rather that as opposed to the emotional side of things as well often when we feel uncomfortable emotionally it's because well, often when we feel uncomfortable it's because we've had an emotion triggered for us something some event some uh, action by ourselves or by someone else has triggered an emotion for us and often these emotions are the, the fear the anger the contempt the guilt the shame all kind of normal emotions that get triggered by an event or by an action and then we start to to feel uncomfortable because of that and sometimes we'll start to feel some physical symptoms from the fear which puts us into usually a flight mode sometimes a fight mode the anger which will put us into into a fight mode also some physical sensations from the shame or the guilt or the contempt as well so discomfort happens when our emotions are triggered and then thoughts as well thoughts also play a part in terms of our feeling of discomfort and I was trying to think of kind of a really succinct way to to put our thought patterns and how that relates back to discomfort and I played with a whole lot of ideas but probably the one that I'm thinking works the best now in terms of understanding discomfort is we feel uncomfortable when we think that there's an external locus of control so something other than us is controlling the situation whether that be hey there's an uncertain outcome that might happen whether that is someone else has the power in this situation those group of um, dodgy characters that we talked about before someone else has the power in that situation I'm not sure how that's going to play out whether that is even the thought of having a fixed mindset that hey I can't change I'm genetically made up like this so I have no control in this situation can often make us feel uncomfortable so it's it's a fact that we don't have control of the situation we don't have agency of it either because there's something fixed or because there's an external locus of control and these thoughts can trigger emotions so they can trigger fear they can trigger anger they can trigger guilt or contempt or shame but they can also trigger physical responses as well much the same way that emotions trigger thoughts and emotions trigger physical responses in much the same way that physical activity or physical response triggers thoughts and triggers emotions that we're more likely to have certain emotions when we're in particular postures or positions or doing certain activities 
So it's very much intertwined, the, the thoughts, the emotions, and the physical aspect of, of being uncomfortable. But what usually triggers it for people is the, is the perception of a potentially negative outcome, whether that being an outcome that involves some kind of loss for them, so uh, potentially loss of health in terms of physical harm, loss of money, for example, if you're putting uh, if you're putting some money into an investment and there is a, a risk of loss, sometimes you will feel uncomfortable around that. Loss of status as well is hey, if I go and do something and it doesn't turn out well, will I look stupid and will I lose status in other people's eyes? So that's often something that's uncomfortable for people as well. And it doesn't always have, the negative outcome doesn't always have to be a sense of loss for us. It might just be a change that's uncertain. That things, things are changing, that say my work is, is getting restructured, that yeah, I know I'm going to have a job at the end of it, but what kind of job am I going to be doing? What kind of change is going to happen here and how will I adapt how will I how will I cope with this so I guess there's loss wrapped up in that as well that there's potential loss of status there's potential loss of of some freedoms that you might have as well but really it's a it's a negative outcome or the perception of a negative outcome that makes us feel uncomfortable because we fear losing something we fear change and I find that's what holds a lot of people back is that that fear of the negative outcome that makes them feel really uncomfortable and rather than training to get better at dealing with this uncomfortable or rather than training just to sit with this discomfort and being able to explore it and unpick it and figure out, hey, what is making us uncomfortable here? Is it something that I really need to worry about? If so, yeah, cool, I won't do it. Or most of the time, actually, no, it's not something that I really need to worry about. I can keep going, I can push through. That's where a lot of people fall down. That's where I used to fall down a whole heap, is that sensations of discomfort would come up for me, and I would just back away, I'd run away from them. I wouldn't stop and explore and figure out, is this okay? Can I move through it? Do I need to change something to get around it? Or is this just some discomfort that happens from time to time that I need to get better at dealing with? But everyone has a comfort zone. Everyone finds things that makes them un- that make them uncomfortable. And that's really, really normal. From myself... My wife, we've got different things that, that make us uncomfortable. Me and my brothers have different things that make us uncomfortable. You're going to have different things that make you uncomfortable compared to me. One thing that I always remember, a podcast with uh, Bailey McCormick, or her stage name is Fanciphoria Foxglove. And Bailey is a burlesque dancer and she absolutely loves burlesque. She loves getting up and performing uh, on stage with not a whole lot of clothes on. 
And most of us would find that incredibly uncomfortable. Bailey loves it. But the thing that she finds really uncomfortable is driving a car. And I think that's just a great example of the fact that everyone's comfort zones are different. Vivacious, inspirational lady can get up and and perform, but hates driving a car is is really, really fascinating. Especially when for most of us, it would be the other way around. No matter where your comfort zone is and no matter what discomfort, what, what things are causing you discomfort, for the vast majority of time, the discomfort that we feel is, it's a matter of our perspective or perception around a potential negative outcome rather than an actual threat. There's always going to be things that are actually threatening, so check your parachute well before you jump out of a plane. Probably don't walk down that dark alley with those dodgy guys in it. Don't jump into the lion's den. But for 99% of the time that we feel discomfort, it's our perceptions that create that discomfort. It's the way that we view the world that creates that thought pattern or that locus of control or it's the way that we view the world that causes that emotional trigger for us or it's the way that we view the world that sets off that fight or flight response in the body so it's the perspective around a potential negative outcome that is going to make us feel uncomfortable Again, going back to Bailey as an example, the negative outcome around driving sets off an uncomfortable response for her. But getting up and performing, she only has positive thoughts associated with that. So there's no no option for a negative outcome. So there's no discomfort around that for her. For me, for example, going and exercising, the vast majority of of time I've had positive experiences exercising well other than the Wellington weather there's not a whole lot of discomfort before I start in regards to exercise but there are in in other areas of my life in terms of taking emotional risk or making myself emotionally vulnerable there is a big perception of of risk or potential negative outcome in that aspect of my life so it does make me uncomfortable but the good news is is that you can train all of these you can train your how you perceive life you can train your perspective on life you can refine your thought processes you can practice switching off your fight or flight response from a physical perspective You can train your emotional triggers and how you respond to those emotional triggers. You can train to get better at sitting and dealing with that discomfort and just being with it, sifting through it, having a look at, hey, what is behind this discomfort? What's causing me this problem here? How do I get past it? How do I move forward? How do I take that hard, uncomfortable option that, is going to generate a whole lot of potential possibility in my life. So that was an interesting stream of consciousness. I hope it was really valuable for for people. It's the way that I think about 
discomfort and about training ourselves to get better at dealing with discomfort and being with discomfort and getting uncomfortable so that we can generate possibility for ourselves. I want to thank you guys as always for everyone that's kind of got to the end of of this podcast. I know it's been a little bit different to usual. Um, hopefully, Hopefully you've enjoyed it. As I said, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Thankfully, things are settling down a little bit. So I've got some more capacity to do some interviews. So last week I reached out to a whole lot of people. So hopefully we'll be teeing some interviews up for this coming week. And I've put my focus more on a whole lot of awesome women because I'm just mindful that there's been, been quite a few dudes on the podcast recently, which there are is no problem with and it wasn't intentional but that's just kind of how it's panned out so but I really want to talk to some inspirational ladies so if anyone knows any inspirational women out there that I should get in touch with and have a conversation with hit me up send me an email uncomfortable is okay at gmail.com I'm also doing a bit of coaching with people at the moment as well in regards to getting better at dealing with discomfort and and opening up possibility for themselves working on their resilience and mental fitness again hit me hit me up send me an email uncomfortable is okay at gmail.com we can jump on a jump on a call and have a little bit of a chat about what you're looking for and and if I can help you out we can we can figure something out thank you as always to Jyland for your awesome editing skills thank you to my brother Jeremy Desmond for the amazing theme music thank you to you guys for getting uncomfortable with me today. 